Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy, uh, nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Trevor Scott. Hello. Hello. Let's get right into it. We're going to play Ramped Up Click Ramped Pitch. Up. Trevor, what the hell is Ramped Up Click Pitch? Ramped Up Click Pitch is a game where we take two random words each, so that's four in total, from a random phrase generator where we get an adjective and a noun each and we throw those words at each other we come up with some improvised game design you know talk it out decide what sort of graphics you know give it a rating uh and then we make the game <laughs> when have we ever given it a rating or Once make or the game yeah yeah we just throw all made the game we, we throw yeah. it away. yeah yeah, it's all it's all fun. It's all just for funs, for funsies. All right, let's let's get into it. Three, two, one, click. Soapy inscription. Hmm. Plusher glacier. Ooh. I mean, sl- soapy and glacier. That's going to be slippery as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of a game set in like a bath. Like a bathtub. Like you're Ooh. in a- You have the whole world. You're on an island in the middle of a bathtub. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Do you okay. know you're in a bathtub when you start? I don't know. Yeah, go on. You've- I mean- I've inspired you. You you really have. Like, I'm seeing like Sea of Thieves with mm. like this huge like porcelain- Like <laughs> porcelain barrier walls, barrier walls around the outside, and there's like yep. little soap islands and and bubbles and shit that and the depths, like where does that chain go? And like, <laughs> yeah, the big uh, the like big spigot face face washer monster that comes yeah. out of the water, and <laughs> yeah, you think it's an octopus, but no, it's a fucking face washer. Like, yeah, and yep. I'm just imagining be- because of like, you know how face washers have you know you get really close up and there's like you can see the like the count texture and, and you yeah, can yeah. see like the the bits of fuzz i'm seeing like this is like you can you can count the count the thread count on this and <laughs> count the thread count on these the the normal mapping on this face washer monster fucking is great <laughs> i know they're just there's something about <laughs> i kind of like the idea of just like What's that? What's that giant fleshy-looking island in the in the distance? It's like someone's <laughs> knees. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to uh, have to be very careful. You can't. You can't have to be very like, careful. There's oh, any any generous any, soap. In, yeah, in I was going to say any private parts are like <laughs> that. This this area is completely like covered in bubbles. And <laughs> well, I'm just wondering whether you play germs. Okay, because. Soap kills germs, so therefore, like, you've you've got to have something to to clean away, mm. or at least your grime or something like that. And we can well, and it makes a bit of sense because the scale that you'd want, if you want like a Sea of Thieves style like size world, yeah, you'd need to be pretty small to fit in a you know. I mean, I guess it could be a large spa bath, but all the same. Just imagine how big the fucking flannel flannel monster is now. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking huge. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do love the idea of as you explore the map, you discover the the layout of the islands. <laughs> it's just like, oh, there's like the one knee island over here and the <laughs> toes island sticking out down this end. And <laughs> <laughs> the big mountainous head island at the other end. It's, 
And it's literally someone who's fallen asleep in the bathtub. Like, yeah, yeah. You That's hear cool. this constant drone sort of thing, <laughs> and it's actually just them sm- them snoring. But of course, you know, with with you being so, such smaller, uh, yeah. Well, the time size, dilation, time you know, dilation, you experience time difference differently. I like that. I wonder if, as well, just to add some variety. That I mean, Steve Thieves has this a bit, but. Um, adding a bit more under underwater exploration as well, like potentially even, you know, submarine vehicles and that's like sub- sub. I was trying to think of the other word for that, but I guess it's just submarine underwater vehicles as well. And so you can have, you know, additional wrecks of Lego ships and- <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the one thing that we do need to be careful of is around a certain area of the body. So, um, yeah. it's very dark and murky in that area. Just <laughs> very dark and murky and occasionally just like big bubbles. Yeah, come exactly. Out, come out and <laughs> you don't want to get too close. <laughs> <laughs> Although there's just, there's something about like end of the game when the big fat guy who's been sitting in the bath the whole time. Because that's right, it's a big fat guy. You just you, you don't want to get close to that. You just- He gets up and it's kind of like- Did you ever play Stick of Truth from uh, South Park? Uh, well, that was the first one, right? That was yes, the first one. So, yeah. there was a scene when you were very, very tiny and you had your, your mum and dad having sex above you. Well, basically, okay. you-, you you have the big swinging pain, you know, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking of uh, as well, like they get out of the, they get out of the bath and the water just drops, drops. precipitously. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. I kind of like it. I, I, I think it's, it's got, it's got to be a big, big fat guy. Like it just makes more sense that. Like, well, you need the islands. You need, you need enough to create with, with, the islands. So. And, and, you know, if, if you're going to have, you know, a forest on the island, there's got to be hair. Like, and what better way to have hair on the legs? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. We, we- Three, two, one, click. <laughs> <laughs> what was the inscription? <laughs> I mean, that's just one of the quests. Okay. It's, it's, you, have to, you find the tattoo on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Leads you to treasure. <laughs> Humiliated weaning. Epidemic messenger. A messenger epidemic. Okay. Or someone like a messenger taking a contagion, like, or a a contagion spreading via messenger in some way. I I like the idea of it's just a, just a regular Amazon sort of messenger, you know, delivery, delivery Mm. guy. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. he's- he comes into contact with, like, someone who was supposed to be in quarantine mm. and ends up s- spreading spreading this disease around. And I wonder if we go, uh, yeah, like, because weaning off of a drug or something, right? Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if there's an aspect of maybe there's been an epidemic and there's a particular drug that is known to prevent it. But also is like highly addictive and has other downsides to create some gameplay tension. Yeah. Potentially between like, oh, you need to, you need to make a run out into this like, 
you know, post <laughs> post pandemic. But for for some wasteland. reason, I, I'm seeing this as like Breaking Bad. Literally, you're you're you know helping su- supply things to Walter White, sort of thing. Like, okay, I mean, you could be supplying this drug. Maybe this is this is in a you know. Po- uh, a late stage capitalistic world where there is an ep- there's an epidemic that is ongoing and people can't get the drugs that they need and so the only yeah the only version that that can be distributed is this version that like a science teacher a- came helps up with. against <laughs> it yeah science teacher came up with it but helps against it but it's it unfortunately extremely pure uh, just it like has in side Breaking Bad <laughs> and and you know has has some addictive properties because it's it's so good at keeping you feeling well yeah and so then we can we can explore the the dynamics of you know the different kind of factions in a world like this yeah the cops are there trying to stop you but they're you know they're working for the one percent essentially (laughs) yeah you're the you're the you're the Robin Hood. It's a modern day Robin Hood, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Rob from the rich and give to the poor and then give them an, addi- an addiction that makes them even more I poor. I mean- <laughs> <laughs> It's not quite a Robin Hood. It's a kind of fuck you. <laughs> no, but you're, you're, giving, you're giving them a life-saving drug. It's just unfortunate that- They're now addicted to that life-saving drug. Yeah. To continue getting their challenges around that. There are challenges around that. But, I mean, I think it creates some interesting things. Like, maybe there's some signs that someone is on this drug, right? Like, it it makes your skin a different shade or, like, gives you spots or something. I don't know. Whatever it is. It makes them slightly translucent. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) And so, it's like, you know that someone who is addicted to this drug is not going to be passing on the virus, but- they're you also, can also see through high all the time. You can also you can, see you know, through their skin and it just it looks a bit weird. <laughs> well, and I think there's behavior altering stuff as well. Like I think it's uh I think it gets you high. Yeah. It gets you high because all you want to do is like like be slightly higher than what you are, so you're like jumping on step stools and, yeah, it and like just gives you and shit. Compulsion to <laughs> to be it, it's a, it's slightly a little, like it gets you high. So you know this guy, he, he goes and like puts uh, stands on like soup cans with with like uh, string, and he's just walking around. <laughs> it's like every it it. it it gives you the compulsion to- It's something like the the lower concentration of oxygen in the air, the happier you'll be. And so, you just want to get higher, even if it's by like, yeah, half a meter. The the different- It's that sensitive. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the stuff. If you're a stilt walker, oh, fuck, yeah. You, you'll it's be- a run on hot air balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Empire State Building always full of people. It's packed. It's just <laughs> packed. All the tallest buildings in the world are just full of drug addicts now. <laughs> and but all, they're, all safe, they're, doing is they're safe from and the just, virus. And just they're just breathing and they're just looking out at the at the sites going, hmm, I never want to leave. <laughs> yeah. Until yeah, they start coming down. You, it's a it's a euphoric like in, literally. In, literally. <laughs> <laughs> in both in both in both, you know, versions of the word they start coming down <laughs> usually by elevator 
<laughs> There's some dark stuff you could do there too. Like the ultimate high is coming down quickly or something from the oh, from the high to oh, something. Oh, so you are trying to like like this is the thing, it needs to be a dangerous it still needs to be a dangerous drug in this world. And that's why well, you are it's, all, it's like the there's a challenge to wean planes, people off like of when it. People getting in planes when they they don't know how to fly, like they they just well, yeah, they want to get high. Well, that's like, it because it they tried on commercial airlines, but like they keep the pressure and the, the oxygen the same, so at the same. So it's not the same as as flying in a in a single engine airplane with the doors open. You know, that's, yeah, that's it. that's exactly it. People like driving up mountains and their ears start popping, and they're like, "Oh yeah, here it comes!" <laughs> like that's the sign that you're getting high enough. <laughs> and, and they get up there and there's a watchtower up there a la you know your fallout the you have Far Cry 3 and stuff so they climb to the top and <laughs> that's the there's a whole there's a mapping system in the game <laughs> it's the climbing the towers but you're just going up there to get high <laughs> it's like oh yeah the ma- oh I see I see Gerald down there and it's like all of a sudden Gerald's like you know waving at you and he's, he's marked on your map now because you can see him from up there but <laughs> I love the idea of just going up a tower to mark Gerald on your map. Oh, that's where Gerald's house is. I want to see that mechanic in, like, yeah, a a more mundane situation like that. That's really funny. You. Every every time you go into, um, you know, a new suburb, it's like, okay, got to find the mobile tower, climb to the top, get my hit of, get my hit of high, and then um, all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's Andy's house, and you climb down again, and you, it's marked now, and you can get there. Yeah. 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 God damn, that's so fucking funny. Uh, three, two, one, click. Three, two, one, click. Ooh. Opportune. Guys, as in G-U-I-S-E. Okay. Marching Fireside. I mean, okay. guys, I'm going to ca- kind of take his disguise sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like a- You yeah, saying fire immediately brings to mind- What if a guy- What if a guy was, like, imitating a firefighter? Okay. Because okay. he, he happened to find, at an opportune time, like- a hat and a hat and coat and well marching sort of makes sense because i feel like you'd often get firefighters in like a parade or something right like they'll do a they'll do a parade or they'll have the like the firefighters marching band or something or i don't know whatever so maybe this is that this guy Maybe he joins the parade as a firefighter, but then he's stuck fighting fires. Well, I, like, I, now I'm, everyone thinks he's on the. I, I'm just imagining that it's like, oh, he he must be the new rookie that we were be, that we've been waiting for, yeah. and you know, so he, he come, they pull him in, and they they're like, okay, oh, you should have know, you should know this, you should have gone through this in basic training, but anyway, this is what we do with fire, and it's like, yeah, this is it's basically the. <laughs> Yeah, it's the intro to a game that's pretty much just a firefighting game. But that's fine. That's fun. I feel like we could do something interesting with it. a completely yeah. clueless firefighter. The joke is that, like, doesn't know what he's doing. Um, and you're having to find creative ways to, like, put out the fires, potentially. Yeah. 
And it turns out that gasoline is not one way that you do it. So, he learned that the first day. <laughs> I love the idea that you could accidentally hook and the up hose to, uh, up, to up, the, to the up to the petrol pump <laughs> instead of the fire hydrant. <laughs> just blast. You go to where the fire hydrant is, and there's two taps, and they're, they're and marked they, with a symbol. They look and exactly the They're same. marked with a symbol or a colour or something like that, and it's like, yeah, which, and it's which one's clear. which? And whichever one you choose- you chose the wrong one. Like, you can go back and play it from the right. start. <laughs> this, that sets it up. I love that. Actually, I love that idea of- It's almost- Yeah, there's sort of puzzle aspects to it where you have to- It is this sort of thing of learning the symbology and learning the colours and stuff, but it's defined as you play by assuming you always get it wrong the first time you do it. <laughs> the first time you see a set of symbols, whichever one you choose is the wrong one. And from that point on, that is the colour or symbol that represents yep. that thing. <laughs> I-, I love the idea of, of the game literally. It-, it goes into this as like, you can make this as simple as- or as hard as you want. Like, you- which, if you want W to, to stand for water, make sure you choose G. Because... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I love that idea that it uses letters and then we have to justify it in some way. So, exactly. it's like, oh, well, I wanted water and I put W and we're like, no, W is for wait, don't use that one. <laughs> and G for go. <laughs> G is for go. You put out the fire. Don't put out the fire with this. <laughs> and it's just, you know, you, you could make it as hard or as easy for yourself as possible if you just. If you just sort of look. But, but you then you want, you want that choice to be uncertain for people playing it for the first time. Like, the first one, yeah, it's water or gasoline. And if they choose the G first, then you say- You just go, why did you choose gasoline? That was fucking stupid. You burnt this place down. Next time, choose water. And from that point on, you can- You'll get it, you know, if you want. Yeah. They'll match up. But then, you know, it's- The different levels of pressure for the hose or something, and they've got symbols- yeah. And and maybe the symbols are or like or maybe it's just like it's one, two, and three. <laughs> but if you when you're supposed to be doing it at a high pressure and you choose three It's, it's like, like why well, would you no. choose the lowest pressure? Why would you choose the lowest pressure? It's like, but it's three. It's like, yeah, but like we start at one, the highest, two, three, you know, you count <laughs> Or if you start at two, you have to somehow make a <laughs> Make up some reasoning why two is the lowest pressure, even though it's between one and three. Because like, well, three- even numbers are obviously lower pressure. <laughs> or you just say three has three has more bubbles in it or more oxygen in it, and it's higher pressure that way. And and one has more water, so it's like that's all about the, the amount of oxygen. It's the balance. Like- it's all about the balance. <laughs> All you had to do was choose one or three. You were better. Like, and then so then like your final, your fi- <laughs> the final, you know, mission that you're on, and you're like, okay, I have to choose which tap to plug it into, what pressure, what type of hose to use, what type and, of nozzle, okay, out of what okay. material, what nozzle size. If you choose the fire hose, come on. 
It literally says it's a hose made of fire. No, it it literally spews out fire. Spews fire. (laughs) It's a fire hose. What else was it? Regardless of what you've got plugged into. And it's like, if you choose the water hose, it's like, why would you choose the water hose? No, that's for putting out water. (laughs) Instead of putting out fire. (laughs) That's for extinguishing water. We turn it into steam. We we turn it into steam by putting fire on it. (laughs) (laughs) Stop (laughs) flamethrower. I just love that idea of... Oh, and you've got you've oh, got the like the the nozzle sizes and they're in Starbucks like it's like venti <laughs> large venti super venti whatever. <laughs> why would twenty be the be the largest? <laughs> yeah, why would twenty be the largest? What are you, it's ridiculous. It's only twenty millimeters wide. <laughs> Medium. Oh, why'd you go? Why'd you go that? That's the worst one. Like it doesn't have the higher pressure of the, of the of the smaller, and it doesn't have the, <laughs> doesn't have the water the water flow through rate of the, of the largest. What what are you thinking? <laughs> that's really funny. Oh god, that's so so great. Yeah, um, I love that. Three, two, one, click. These are actually kind of fun games, though. Like I would play the fuck out of that game. Oh yeah, I mean that to to do that well, like putting aside the ridiculousness of what we were just talking about. I mean, yeah. you still have that in there, but uh, as we were sort of talking about before recording, though, there's those games where you are trying to figure out the vocabulary of yeah. the world uh, as you go and and building knowledge upon knowledge upon knowledge until you get to the point that you are proficient. And that's a cool feeling in a game if you can build that up well enough. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you could build up a firefighting game, you know, in a, in a way that you get to that final mission and you're like, okay, the fire looks like this. It's this type of building. So, I know I need this, 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 and this. Yep. Because you've built up that knowledge over the time. In fact, to to make sure that I put this out, I need to use gasoline on the first part of it to to burn out. Yeah, this, to this- like burn out the toxic whatever. You know, yeah. it's gonna yeah <laughs> come up with some justification. But yeah, um, for sure, that's, that's cool. so cool. Okay, crumb immobilizing slapstick trombone. <laughs> I do love the like slapstick and trombone go together so well. Oh I feel yeah, because like, you've just got the the wacky trombone sounds, um, immobilizing and crumb. Yeah. So crumb being the describing word. <laughs> Maybe it's Jocelyn Crumb. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to get crumb out of the way. So maybe it's a name. Well. I, I, can, I can see it in breadcrumbs sort of thing, you know, little clues you know, okay. leading leading to something. Oh, it's a it's a musical comedy telling of Hansel and Gretel or like that sort of style of dark fantasy as well or something. Or like yeah. fairy tale. Yeah. Fairy tale sort of thing, but with slapstick and music. Yeah. Okay, I guess Mo- the music could just immobilizing be part of the slapstick, but is kind of like a, a Medusa sort of like character where if mm. if you hear their their song, you know it's it's one of those freezing sort of things of you know you can't you can't move and you're you're almost being left to, mm. left to be devoured. But if you 
if you can, you know, okay. sort of keep playing the trombone during this thing, you, you actually drown it out. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> oh, and you maybe there's the a fuck bit out of people with it. So that's well, the slap. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right. <laughs> no, I feel maybe this is a little bit of it. You know, in um, Alien Isolation, how a big part of that was like hiding from the alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and like yep. staying still and like. Which is why I could never spots. play that game. Yep. I didn't get very far into that. It was, yeah. It was fucking scary. I feel like this could be a, <laughs> a funny. You're, you're trying to get away from like a clown playing the trombone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yep. And so the immobilizing is like you have to stay still. Like it, it can't, it can't. Uh, I don't know. It can't see you if you're not smiling or something, <laughs> or if you're smiling. I don't know. Something weird like that. I uh, know. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm now just kind of imagining. You know what the McElroys used to used to talk about with the the old guy with the Vengabus song. You know, bim, 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 that's always following Being you. The, like it follows. Yeah. It, was, it follows, but it's the guy with the Vengabus song. Yeah. <laughs> but it's on a trombone. <laughs> Which, actually, now that I think about it, that was on Cool Games Inc., wasn't it? No, <laughs> oh, I think it was. Yeah. The unspoken of podcast that we were totally not inspired by. Yeah, okay. I don't think we've quite- I think- I think click again. Okay. That's fine. We're not going to get hung up on it. Okay, I like this. Compliant salvage. Okay, I don't know if I like this, but it's interestingly evocative. Hollowed birthing. Okay, I, uh, I mean salvage and what was what was your first word? Sorry, hollowed, hollowed, like, hollowed yeah, and salvage. I, I kind of, I'm getting in a, a bit of an evoca- evocation of Mad Max. That sort of like post post apocalyptic. Yeah, I'm I'm almost picturing these like. Maybe you're like the midwife for these huge auto golems. Yeah, like these that, that's creatures. Actually, that are- where I was going. Like, yeah, you read my like, mind. <laughs> <laughs> these creatures made from yeah, Mad Max esque fucking car pieces, rusted chrome exhaust pipes, engines. Yeah, like there's some really cool. I mean, they're basically transformers, but. Except, you know- I think the sti- you style them differently than that. They're- Yeah. It's more Steampunk. makeshift- Yeah. It's Steampunk-y. like auto-punk. It's auto-punk. like chrome-punk. Yeah. Chrome-punk. Yeah. And, yeah, you- The way that they do give birth is- I don't know. Maybe they've got, like, this area inside them that you have to hollow out. But, like, you have to take the pieces off of them. Oh. Deconstruct parts of them to build a new- on instruction, so it's one. not like you're violating them. Like th- no, this no, is- no, with consent. I think they build up, like they have a gestation period where they, I don't know, swallow different pieces, or like I don't know. They they have it's building up inside them, but it has to be constructed then in some way, or like taken out, and they need, yeah, they need help. Yeah, I kind of see a spinning plates aspect of, like. This isn't the only one, like, later on into the game, you've got multiple, like, units that you need to, you need to handle. Or it's a multiple birth situation, so you're, like, having to hollow it out (laughs) a little bit faster and, like- Yeah, I don't know how the gameplay- I haven't quite- I haven't quite nailed down how I feel like it actually works. I like- I really like the world building aspect of it, and I feel like they're big. 
Like, I mean, I mean, we don't have to go full into gameplay. We can we can go more like yeah, yeah. interactive novel yeah. sort of thing with this, like visual novel. But but with yeah. with more more of a more of a thing or, on, or if not visual know. novel, then just even more like adventury. You know, adventury. Yeah, because you want to see these things walking around. Walking like around. you want to see the scale of them. Um, you want to get the really nice art design in there. I kind of like the idea of a of a sort of visual novel aspect that, um, but it's almost like the walking sim slash visual novel. Like, yeah, I mean, hybrid. the conversations can be in that in that way where it's it's mostly around, yeah, your relationships and conversations with these different auto golems that you see, okay, and meet across the landscape. Game opens, you're walking down a hallway, and you're okay. having you're in conversation with like with like you know there's a speaker every now and again, and you mm-hmm. um you know it's talking to you and all this sort of stuff. And it's when you get to this one sort of section that it sort of zooms out, and you see this massive um auto golem that you've actually been yeah. talking to the entire time. You're talking to it from within. And it's oh, you're inside it. You're inside it, and you're you're okay. walking around in all these hallways, and it's like you're just one of the, one of the workers that is helping support this this uh, auto okay. and it's actually in in communication with you, saying, "Look, that's interesting. There's, there's a leak down here, and you've got to go down and and sort of handle okay. that." I do like this idea then of yeah, shifting it a little bit. They're, yeah, they're so large that you, you're almost like the- You're an engineer, but you're- You're an engineer, but it's a world where, yeah, there's these huge auto golems and they have this crew of people that they've essentially recruited in some way. Like the golem provides for them- With accommodation and- Yeah, like sustenance and food and different things. And in return- and in return, you There's keep them running. You keep them running. It, and the, so, it's essentially this sort of symbiotic relationship, like your gut bacteria, you know? Essentially, yes. But it's yeah. these groups of people. You, you've got the white blood cells that are, that are literally security trying to trying to kick kick people out and all this sort of stuff. Like the- yeah, I think it's a- I think it's a, a very prestigious role, like- it's a goal that people have to get on the crew of oh, one yeah. of these golems. And they're chosen personally by this by the sentient creature. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a sentient and creature. you happen to be in a female one that is a is literally saying this is this is the the time when you know Yeah, or I, at least a, a reproducing like But at some point, yes, there's and it, like we don't even have to base the whole game around the birthing. Then no, I think that's just a really just interesting aspect. Then of, and in fact, it could be a climactic, not necessarily a climactic, I guess, but like it could be a large game event of. It doesn't come until the halfway mark in the game. Yeah, end and of Act Two. End of Act, end of Act, Act Two. Is- and this golem basically is like, I'm pregnant. Like they maybe they don't, say <laughs> that, or maybe it's so you'd understand what it means. I am with Gollum. I am with child. I just love the idea. I am with Gollum. I was like, oh, not not 
not Gollum from Lord of the Rings, but <laughs> <laughs> you're with another one of yourself. <laughs> um, I love this. We, so- we, we, we skip over the whole robotic dick entering. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, I think it, um, it's it's one of those things that, you know, um, it's uh, what's it called? Auto auto fertilization. Yeah, like self. Yeah, they're they're um, immaculate conception uh, sort of. Thing. I don't <laughs> have my words today. No, I think they they just are creatures that um, propagate on their own. I can't remember what the word for that is. Oh, what what if it's a what if it's actually something that happens that essentially they make a brand new body for themselves when this one seems to be dying down so the mm. the whole the whole thing is that they're actually really small you know and when they come out they don't need the crew anymore for another few years until right so yeah. it's like this this is the final voyage of this crew all working together to to make well, sure and I that think, the I think maybe this is the continue. first one that's been born in a long time i think they like they they live for centuries because yeah. they can be maintained but yes there is a certain point where the wear and tear and perhaps on their like whatever is keeping their consciousness or their whatever intact yeah. uh has a limited lifespan and so yeah i think a big part of it may even be that the some of the missions you're going on are to find you know the resources that are needed then to build the new body yeah that's cool. I get a very- I, I even get, like, a Star Trek-ish vibe of this. I feel like you could do it in an interesting episodic way. Yeah. You've got the crew, you're learning who everyone is, and- I mean, telltale- But you're traveling across this space. Of thinking about learning about all the different members of the crew. Yeah. And, and yeah, sort this of experiencing episode focuses, this focuses on the relationship between the golem and, you know, the main engineer or whatever, but this one focuses on- you know, because you've got teachers, you've got all- Like, it's a whole society. It's like yeah. on a on a starship in Star Trek, you've got civilians, you've got the crew, you've got all sorts of people in there. These math- They're just- they're, I mean, they've got to be huge. So, they're essentially cities on their legs, but- I, I kind of like the idea of the very final scene is, you know, this this robot giving birth to, its, to itself. The- it, um, <laughs> Not, not, <laughs> not. No, I know. Properly, I just, sort of just. I think that's maybe the title. Of the episode. <laughs> it's just robot giving birth to itself. Um, but yeah. the idea that like it's only as big as a house now, and or the new one, <clears throat> the new one. Yeah. Oh, and, it chooses one person, and you you are selected to yeah. to help it through its next because it's the, it's the beginning of its next journey. It's, it builds it's not itself going up. to. It's not going to remember everything. Like yeah. it's going to need help, and yeah. so it selects you as as like I think at the start you're like the newest person on like on the mm. crew, mm. and but yep, it definitely it gets gets a bit of a you know because you're the youngest. You you make a particular connection with it for you sure make a, across, across the episodes, like as yeah. things go. Yeah, yeah, I love that, and Fuck. I think I think the the body of the original one. It just lays down and becomes a city. Yeah. Like, everyone can still live there. They've got the shelter. They've got the different things. What if, like, the city that you grew up in 
used was to one act- of these. was actually yeah. one of one of these and it's like it's just now a suburb of that city or something like yeah. that like it's just because it's grown over time like because well, people build regular houses and stuff around it i, I think well. also where you live is literally the the golem graveyard like they where they go to die they and maybe I kind of like the idea that they just like find a good spot to lie down and a cre- and, a, and a new city springs up from that and then over time because there's sort of an, an automatic community there as that grows it, the sprawl comes around from yeah. it so it doesn't look like just the body of a human oh, creature no. lying there anymore unless like but if you look from overhead if you like fly overhead you see and the you really look closely <laughs> you can you can see where the original like the older it's, buildings it's in and- agony it's like <laughs> oh, this one was murdered. <laughs> a big knife in its stomach. <laughs> like a, a skyscraper's like level knife. <laughs> right you realise that like the huge tower in the centre of town is, is like this huge murder sword weapon. that has been rammed right through it. It's like, that's where I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in the hilt of the thing that killed your father. <laughs> Fuck me. That's that- I. Yeah, that's that's a really. I love that world. That's cool. And you I feel know like what? We need to I, I can, I can, I can see the game. I can actually see the game that would that would be there. Like, well, and I can just see some of the storylines and stuff. I mean, would some work of so the, well, like maybe or just or just really well, you know, well authored episodes. Um, yeah. But I love that idea of like seeing. Like looking out the side of this thing as it's walking across the landscape. And look, some people may go, oh, this is similar to like Mortal Engines or whatever the fuck it was. But it's like, yeah, nah. but I think the fact that you're in this sentient robotic creature. And, and you, form a, you form a, you know, connection a with them. bond and- with it. It's closer to Farscape, wasn't there? Like, didn't the ship have a yeah. personality in Farscape? Yeah. Well, it was, an, it was an alien being and they all lived That's in right. it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that it did. It did propagate. At yeah. one stage, uh, we've gone over because that was so much fun. But yeah, uh, that was a really that was a really cool one to finish on. If you'd like to find our previous episodes, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. Uh, you can find them all there. Leave us a review. Uh, let us know if you like that idea. We thought it was cool. Yeah. I, I love it. We could probably talk about it for another couple of hours. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, but we'll call it there because... Hey, Ben, did you know that the song that we play at the start and end of each episode mm-hmm. is called Mount Defiance? What? And it was written and performed by Kuradust. You're kidding. Um, off of the um, containment failure, and oh, it can be found for free... My- Kuradas.bandcamp.com. That's incredible, Trevor. Thank you for telling me. That's right. So, thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. (laughs) And a robot birthed itself. (laughs) Push. 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 Push.